Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Introducing the new happiness training video course presented by New York Times bestselling author and podcast host, Christine Carlson of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff series. Based on the early work of Dr. Richard Carlson, this digital course is designed to help people lead better, happier lives. In this five module video course, you'll learn the five principles that will change how you live your life and improve all of your relationships. Get ready to improve your life in all ways, from your career, at home, to your health and well-being, and in all of your relationships. This video course is inspired by the legacy work of Christine's late husband, Dr. Richard Carlson, that has helped millions of people all over the world lead happier, more fulfilling lives. This course will help you stress less and enjoy more. To learn more about Christine's new happiness training video course, Visit happinesstrainingcourses.com. Get happier today for only $19.99. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So if you're doing an activity, just use this as a breathing exercise to get yourself very present in your body and into an open and active listening place. So let's just go ahead and begin. If you can sit comfortably somewhere, that's ideal. Sit down and cross your legs, um, Indian style on the floor with your palms open on your lap. Or if you're seated in a chair, sit back comfortably, but place your shoulders back a little bit. Just position yourself very upright. Tuck your tummy in just a little bit and Open your heart by just opening your shoulders up a little bit. And as you sit with your palms on your lap open, just begin to breathe with me. As you breathe in through your nose, allow your chest and your belly to expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. And as you exhale, just go ahead and let go and let out a sigh of relief that you're in a pause today. And this time as you breathe in, breathe in golden sunlight, pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, to the top of your head, through your core, through your heart, your tummy, to the tips of your fingers and toes, pure golden sunlight. And as you exhale, just go ahead and let go and relax a little bit deeper. And as you breathe in this pure golden sunlight, filling your whole body with golden sunlight, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment in gratitude, just thinking of one thing that you feel grateful for. Just one. And as you allow your heart to fill with joy of being grateful, the joy that you feel, allow yourself to breathe deeply, taking in that gratitude, filling your whole heart with gratitude, your body with golden gratitude, and exhale and let go and just 
relax and breathe deeply. And filling your heart with all of that gratitude one more time in a golden breath of gratitude. Go ahead and exhale and open your eyes. So today, in part two of our mindfulness series, I'm going to talk about the power of pause and specifically about the power of the golden pause that we teach and that we've always taught in our work. So the golden pause is something that you can do at any time. You can just simply practice the golden pause by listening to these podcasts or just practicing it in the morning by just taking in those three deep breaths, pausing in your gratitude, and just tuning in to your breath and your gratitude and filling your whole being with golden light. That's so simple, isn't it? Just to pause in your breath. Now, the beauty of practicing the golden pause is that in those situations at work or those situations that you find yourself, I don't know, you're in line during the holidays and or, you know, you get stuck in traffic or you just are in a conversation that's causing you some um, negativity, just some feelings of anxiety, um, something happens in your relationship where you 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 feel um, angry or just any situation. When you practice the golden pause, what's beautiful is that you don't have to close your eyes, you don't have to sit, you don't have to do anything. You just have to remember to take that deep breath. Take that deep breath and tune into it and pause for a moment to ask yourself, what are you feeling? And if you're feeling anger, anger is totally okay. Sadness is totally okay. All feelings are okay. But what you want to do is get back to the present moment. That's like a principle in happiness that we talk a lot about in our book series and throughout our work and now in the happiness training course that you can um, purchase. But Present moment living is so powerful because all it means is that you're aligning with your breath and you're getting back to being aware of your experience and how the feelings that you have are creating that experience via your thinking about that experience. Now here's a principle Here's one of the five principles that we talk a lot about, and that is the power of thought. So it's important to remember that you are the thinker, that you are thinking the thoughts that you're having about your experience. Now, the experience of whatever has happened is, is happened in the past. Every, you know, whenever you're thinking about it, it's already happened in the past because every moment is a new moment. Now, that doesn't change the fact that you might be experiencing some feelings about being stuck in traffic or stuck in line at the grocery store or having some angry thoughts about a, a relationship that um, you're in that's causing you angst or about a conversation that you might have to have. But when you're rehearsing 
or you're thinking about, or you're engaged in, you're thinking about that experience or that conversation, it means that you're just not living presently. In the present moment, when you're engaged in the present moment, you're not thinking about anything but just being in the experience of where you are right now. So the way to dissolve negative feelings, the way to um, let go of things that are bothering you is by bringing your attention and your awareness back to the present moment. And the way to do that is to practice pause. Now this is also really helpful when you're parenting kids or in your relationship when you get into a dynamic in your relationship where you might both be getting in your egos, you might start to spar each other, you might be feeling fatigued and tired and you know taking your fatigue out on your partner or whatever. This is an amazing practice to just pause before you react. Pause. The power of pause is that it allows you to become responsive to life instead of reactive. Respond to life versus react. We talk a lot about that, don't we, in our series, in our Don't Sweat the Small Stuff books and throughout our work and in this podcast. The power of responding to a situation versus reacting. Let me share with you something that recently happened to me where I realized that this power of pause and mindfulness was, is very, very powerful practice. So I was taking care of my grandkids for the weekend, five of them, <laughs> you know, and they're all really, really good kids. My daughter runs a tight ship, as you can imagine. Five, five kids is a basketball team, isn't it? It's a lot. So... I was taking care of the kids for the weekend while my daughter and her husband um, had a well-deserved break for two nights. Now, of course, by nighttime, you know, I'm ready to just kick it. I'm ready to get these kids in bed and, um, and take my own pause. You know, it's, it's a lot of meal planning, preparing, running kids around, entertaining them, picking up, cleaning up. And, you know, let's face it, as a Nana, I'm not in that kind of shape anymore. It's a little more taxing on me because I'm not used to it, right? So by nine o'clock at night, I'm ready to get these kids in bed. And they all cooperate really, really well. They all get in bed and they do their routine. And, you know, I let the little ones um, watch a movie and I let the, um, the other ones are, you know, playing their video games or whatever they're doing. And I'm checking in on them. And the, the littlest one who's one, he goes to sleep. He's just out like a light. He's a good little sleeper. So I put them to bed and I go up and say goodnight and turn off their TV and turn everything off. And I go to sleep. But about 11 o'clock at night, I hear a voice. And it's Cambry. And she's two and a half years old. And she's standing at the foot of the stairs. Nana! Nana, I need you. So I wait and she continues. So I get out of bed and I um, go upstairs and I, what's up, Cambry? What do you need? And she's holding the TV controller and she says, Nana, I need you to turn Dora back on. <laughs> and I look at her and I go, Cambry, it's late. Everyone's asleep in the house. 
you need to go to sleep too. No, we're not turning Dora on. And I kind of walk her back to bed and I find her pacifiers and I get her all settled in bed and I put the TV controller up high and I say, okay, time to go to sleep. Well, what do you suppose she did? <laughs> she did not cooperate at all. She started crying as if there was nobody asleep in the house. I mean, we're talking, she might as well have been just full on crying during the day. Just crying that she wanted Dora really, really loud. So I, I say to her, you know, Cambry, we're not going to watch Dora. Nana loves you, but Nana needs to go to sleep and you need to go to sleep too. Nana's going to leave and you need to go close your eyes and go to sleep. Well, I leave and I go downstairs and I sit on the edge of my bed and I'm thinking, uh-oh, this is going to be a full-on test. <laughs> this is going to be a full-on test. And it was. And I, I know this little girl and she's very stubborn. And very sophisticated for a two and a half year old. You have to understand she's got, she's got the the benefit of having older brothers and sisters, and she's not really the equivalent of most two and a half year olds. She's the equivalent of a five year old, and she's still in her testy phase, and she's testing me. And so she's crying and crying and crying, and I'm sitting on the edge of my bed, and I have to have a talk with myself because I am realizing that I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling angry because I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I just want to go back to sleep. So I'm, I'm having this talk with myself and I'm saying things like, Chris, you're not her mother. You know, you don't have the benefit of being in her life all the time. You have to choose this time very carefully how you respond to this situation and I'm, I'm talking to myself about how I need to respond with kindness and compassion, but I need to be firm. I'm not going to turn on Dora. I'm not going to give in. I need to get this child back in bed and get her to sleep. So I go upstairs and I, I lift her out of her bed and I say, come on, we're going to go downstairs for a moment realizing that I need to distract her from this line of thinking. You know, she's in a thought attack about wanting to watch Dora. All right, so I need to distract her. So I say, Nana's, Nana's feeling a little bit angry with you, Cambry. You know, and I'm telling her this as we're walking down the stairs. I mean, she probably thinks I'm going to throw her outside or something. <laughs> but of course I'm not. She stops crying. She's listening to me. I say, but we need to go to sleep. So let's go downstairs for a moment and let's take a pause. And she's listening, and I go to the sink, and I get a glass of water. I say, okay. And she's, I said, Nana's going to get you a glass of water, and I want you to sip it. And as she's sipping it, I'm talking to her, and I'm saying, okay, it's time for us to go to sleep. After you're done sipping the water, we're going to go back upstairs now, and we're going to get all cuddled in bed. You're going to get all snuggled in bed, and I'm going to find your passies, and you're going to go back to sleep. You're going to be a good girl for Nana and go back to sleep. And so I take her back upstairs. I tell her how much I love her. And I tell her it's time to go to sleep. And she says, okay, Nana. <laughs> and you know what? It worked. And I was really lucky because I was thinking, oh, my gosh, this could be a very long night. And, of course, I'm thinking the whole house can wake up at any moment, including the littlest one. But they didn't. They are all really good sleepers. And so what I realized is that because I'm so practiced at pausing before I react, 
that even in the midst of beginning to feel my anger rise, I was able to sit on the edge of my bed, talk myself off of the ledge of being angry and reactive, gather myself together in my breath before I went up and responded to the situation. Now, this works in all different areas of life. And if you're not a grandparent, but you're a parent, this works amazing with teenage kids. This works amazing with your husband. This pause works amazing for everything. So just remember to practice your golden pause and you will become more mindful in how you respond to every situation. So when you can pause in your breath, Get centered, get grounded in your breath, get back to your kindness and place your attention on that, then you're going to be more responsive to life, aren't you? So this, we're coming to the end of the power of pause. I hope that you found this helpful. Please share this with your friends and family and come back again and listen in. Don't sweat the small stuff, live the big stuff. This is Christine Carlson. Goodbye for now. Do you want to lead a better, happier life? Introducing the new Happiness Training Video Course. Learn the five principles that will change how you live your life and improve all of your relationships. To learn more about Christine's new Happiness Training Video Course, visit happinesstrainingcourses.com. Get happier today for only $19.99.